How do everyone? How are we all doing? Racing tell for you, and we're in for a good night. Um, it's me and Don tonight. Um, Andy and Declan have not turned up yet. Oh no! Sorry, I'm only joking. They are here. They are here. Declan's not. Andy is. He's here in the background. We were me and Don were actually sat there, weren't we, Don? Actually thinking, what the hell are we going to talk about? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's hard enough to waffle piss at the best of times, but when it's just me and you, I mean, it really has to be exceptional. Wow, yeah. I could have waffled all night about Wolverhampton, but um, it's it's better. There's some better racing than that this after this weekend that people want to hear about. Wolverhampton isn't coming tonight. I've got two big ones this weekend, Don. You'll be interested in that. I know you like your Wolf stuff yourself. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. It's good. It's good actually that we're here tonight on Thursday because it's been the Lawless of Nace has been rescheduled. And we get to talk about it tonight in the company, Don, of tap legend and US hierarchy, Andrew Cummins. All right, Andy. Hi, Chris. So sorry I'm late. Um, we had a, a few technical issues there that we had to solve. So uh, do very much apologise. We weren't going to leave you guys high and dry, though, I promise. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a few that. winners to repay you, don't worry. Yeah, good lad, good lad. You won't get that 20 to 1 on that one tomorrow, will you? No, that's long gone, unfortunately. But yeah, very in place for anyone. But um, yeah, he's, he's, he's opened up around 5 to 1. Um, I've gone a little bit more lukewarm on him because I, I liked him. You know, you like you like a horse because you know you're going to get a double-figure price. but And you yeah. know it's probably going to get backed in. Like, it was a total rick when it opened up. And he's priced accordingly now because of that bloody fog. Um, what can you do, though? You just have to accept it. Yeah, sorry. And oh, Declan has just popped in. All right, Deck, how you doing, mate? All right, lads. All right, mate. What's the crack? So how he's getting? Can't believe on? you were late, Deck. What's wrong with you? What? Can't believe <laughs> you were late. Oh, he's opening the wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been opening it for twenty minutes. <laughs> Are you? How much have you had already? You two, have you been filming for Furry House? Uh, we we done a bit. Andy can't stop talking. Ah, I knew oh, it's, it. so it's my fault now, is it? Okay, yeah. absolutely <laughs> I, knew it. Andy was talking about races we weren't even covering. <laughs> and, he's, and he's telling people where to back horses far races from now. Oh yeah, I, was, I gave I gave us a, gave listeners a tip for the end of the month because I, oh. I I I found a horse at Fairy House and I picked up the schedule and I told you when it was going to win. Oh, so cool. hopefully, I like your cool ball at Yeah, hey. it was fun. So we had to argue it. That was technical difficulties. Uh, can't wait to tune in tomorrow because uh, it'll be out tomorrow morning, won't it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, good man, good man. Be out tomorrow, I'll be listening. Me and Don was actually talking before you guys came on. Uh, we were talking about the WhatsApp chat the other night, and we're saying, um, did Declan and Steve always go at each other like they did last night? With the <laughs> that was tame, <laughs> that was tame, that was tame. That yeah, was that's, tame. Absolutely. that's good, absolutely. That's yeah. how we talk to each other. <laughs> That's that's the niceties in our group, anyway. Yeah. Um, evening, everybody in the chat. Glenn, Leonardo, Paul O'Neill, the Cheltenham Exchange tuned in. Evening, Jets heard Andy's getting the first rounding of the Guinness at the Dublin Race Festival. Is that right, Andy? If you can come find me, lads, if you are coming over, hey, I'll more than happily buy you a pint. Playing um, the game of hide and seek, Andy. No, I won't be hard to find. No, You'll no, ask no, that. no. I can't see all the comments. No, can yeah. you not see them? I can't see them all, though. Oh no, I don't Who know. It was the, the it was the, the Cheltenham Exchange lads. Take Probably. a guess. Take yeah. a guess. It was Ian. I yeah, was the the mm. yeah. yeah. Demo's in the Paddy and Brownbird, the best horse racing podcast out there. How's things, lads? Yeah, well, it's it's all good here. It's not dry January anyway. Usually in January, I should say this to you if you're a new mm. listener. Declan is on the sparkling water in January. What is he on tonight? 
I just put a drop out of in. Did you call it Ribena then? Ribena. Oh, I call it Ribena. Ribena, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said Ribena. Hi, you're in shit. Um, John Smythe, the doctor. Is that the doctor, John Smythe? All right, mate. Leonardo already spent my vote. Smith. It's John, John Smith. 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 Sorry, shite yeah. that. I'm terrible. Not John Smith. It's John Smith. Um, I'd already spent my verdant place winnings for fuck's sake. Oh. No, that's well, not our fault. There was a freezing fog. No. Evening <laughs> to Jason. Hitting this again tomorrow. All right, buddy. Um, lots of you tuned in tonight. A lot of people over on uh, Twitter. Don't forget to get involved with us. Get your comments coming in. The lads from the tap are here. Don's here. I'm here. Got some Wolverhampton stuff coming yeah. tonight. Boys, there you go. There, there, there There's there. Reggie in the comments. Reggie made the trip to Nice Next, last yeah. Sunday just for the races. Call off after one race. So we yeah. took him to me local and we had a thousand points. Yeah, I could tell when you both text me saying um that's a shit tip, tell that one and shit like that. I could no, tell you Chris, that, that's that's nightly you get that. Sure I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh boys, uh thanks very much. Um is Andy's month at the end of the tip King of PRs esque? Oh, it's not of that it's... level. Um, but like it's I know, no, actually, no. What am I saying? This will win if it, if it goes. <laughs> this will win. Um, I'm not sure if it'll, um, if it's, if, it, if we're going to be king of PR style because that was just, that was probably all time. But like that, I don't think it's, um, look, a winner's a winner, though. That's the main thing. It is a winner. So, on. boys, it's great that we can talk about the Lawless of Nace. We might as well kick off with that one tonight because obviously it was rescheduled and we didn't get up with a podcast last week. You guys did. Mm -hmm. Head on over the tap if you want to get involved with the preview because I'm sure a lot of the races have moved I, I can't talk about this race due to copyright. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Wrong betting coming through, though. Right. I've done the betting tonight, boys. This is crazy for me. Uh, I must have been on one tonight. Right, betting coming through there. Il Atlantique is the favourite with five boxes. Seven to four is now drifted up to two's best price. And Tobar sixes. Chapeau de Soleil tens. Croke Park is eight. I don't know why this happens. I've put them in the wrong order. Croke Park is now tens. Lucky Watson. Somebody in the comments had just mentioned that horse at 16. Reading Tommy wrong at 25 to one. Um, obviously, Stranglehold has been, you know, with Willie and Gordon in this race for many years now. Can Henry upset the pot deck? Um, does Henry train on Tubber, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, th there's no two ways about it, okay? The, the f of all the form in this race, he is by far the strongest. Like, I mean, on all-known form, not on what you might think will happen or what you're predicting to happen or what you're hoping will happen. On Tubber's tour to Far and Glory is definitely the best race, or the best form in the race. And he, like, as Andy has pointed out, couple of times he was up at the pace and he's the only one that finished well that was up at the pace Baron Glory was going to win by half the track at entry um King of Kingsfield has won a maiden at Leopardstown after that the, the farm is very very strong and it's a it's a race that people regularly like to see all over but I know it's lost his grade one status now one it it's it can be a good pointer to the rest of the season even though it's it's quite early Firefox he beat Ballyborn on his hurdling debut but that was not the real Ballyborn, and he was a different animal at Christmas. It was a week apart, him and Gallop and Deschamps being very, very flat. They they, they looked flat and they ran flat. Um, I mean, I, 
uh, galloping the Shams and the John Dorkin, the two of them are completely different. Whatever Willie done to them in the meantime, um, it really turned them around. So while the form is quite strong, um, like uh, was the boy Charlie in that race, Andy? Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, Ferry House. Like the, there's a couple of nice ones in in that race at from Ferry House, but I don't think. I don't think the Ballyborn Firefox beat that day is the Ballyborn that won at Christmas or the Ballyborn we seen in bumpers last year. So while I do think Firefox is has a really good chance, it's probably the worthy favourite. I, I don't think the farm is as strong as on Tubbers. Idel Antique, um, he's a 19 length winner on his debut. The third won the next time out. I was like, I don't know what to make of that farm. Shop shop what's he won on bottomless ground and um now funnily enough we we put up a horse on the top that <laughs> that was in that race but like at a completely different level to this um and like been beat since the, the horseback and tour has been beat since uh crow park a great three winner but the farm's not working out at all i think we've lost the price on october now we were seven to one last Sunday he's fours tonight so but I, I do think he's a horse I've given a bit of stick to because he was like hyped up for two years without running but I do think he's a nice horse and I think uh, I, I'm struggling to see him being beaten this to be honest I because I think he's bigger than that Nick. you are he's bigger than that where where is that you can get sixes at about three to twelve. oh can you I, I seen him backed into the fours. Maybe that was just the price for me. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> I seen him. I seen him in the fours earlier, but he was he was massive last Sunday. And oh, mm. uh, look, Farangari. He's, he's probably the best novice we've seen mm. this season. You know, on what he's shown us to date, um, and the finish tour to him haven't been up at the pace. Big, big performance. He's definitely carrying the strongest form into this race. Cheers, Deck. Dex going for Henry to upset the apple cart. Andy, where are you going? Uh, you might remember last year I came back from Navin. I told you about a four-year-old that was fought in the maiden hurl that was blowing awfully hard and, and ran a very, very nice race. And they then put him back to bumpers and he then went on to win three of them. It was, was Firefox. Um, I am a big fan of this horse, but I am wondering... Is he a slightly better horse going maybe right-handed? Um, I think he's undefeated going right-handed. Um, he hung a little bit and looked a bit awkward in a bumper when he's behind Lock Lane, I think, um, on his first bumper's run. Um, you can't judge him on his race at Navin because how hard he was blowing, I'd say he was only about 70 80%, if even fit, um, and he was still a little bit weak. It's too early to tell, and it'd be very harsh to say he's a better horse going... Um, going that way but I, he's a horse that I've, I've a lot of time for clearly um and i taught his performance against ballyburn uh deck might deck is probably right i don't think we saw the best of ballyburn that day but there's no denying that that is easily by far and away the strongest maiden run anywhere in the uk and ireland all season and i don't think there will be a stronger one run this season would you maybe um, say ballyburn wanted a bit further too no absolutely no. not absolutely not he absolutely was flat not. that day yeah mm -hmm. He's a buzzy, buzzy horse, and he mm -hmm. was so flat that day. And I mentioned it to Andy um, the week before at um, Punchestown that Galloping Deschamps did not stand out in the ring, and he ran flat. And then at Christmas, 
and he came back up to me and said he's on his toes and he won like the old gallop and they shot so i don't think the two of them were themselves those two those that week apart in oh, november december mm. yeah uh, no for me i think that that was that maiden hurdle is very strong form deck is right and tubber does have good form in the book and and yeah uh, he did he was the only one to finish off his race who was run prominently in the royal bond um firefox has already beaten ill atlantique in a bumper and he's run he's won a better maiden hurdle than him so i think ill atlantique is probably just priced off hype at the minute and um, like firefox for me should be favorite um and even still maybe on tubber should be a little bit closer to the top two in the bet and that's absolutely fair enough but for me firefox is the one they all have to be and i'm gonna stick with him good man andrew uh don we'll come on to you now mate yeah there's not I'm not going to waffle on too much because I definitely don't know as much about this race as these two gents. Um, somebody mentioned Lecky Watson in the, yeah, yeah. in the chat. I mean, you can take it on the on the fact that Paul Townend's jumped off. I wouldn't read too much into that anyway. For me, the fact if Lecky Watson goes and wins this, then something fundamentally is hammed wrong in this race. I think there's three or four of them that will probably finish in front of them. So if you fancy a little poke at 61 and this firm's giving you three places, fill your boots. But I don't think Lecky Watson's a betting prospect um, for this. I, I agree with Dick. I, I, the only thing, and Tobar's got the best form in the book. I think the step up and trip might even just see that horse coming in at its own again. I, I think that's an interesting. And yeah, okay, you're still seeing 92, 51. It's not the price like you said that was last week, Dick. But if we're getting fives or sixes in three places, I might stick a little each way punt on that. The. Oh, no, go ahead, Dan, sorry. No, sorry, Andy, was that you? I missed that, mate. There's, no, no, you're fine. No, you're okay. There's a few of them in here I just can't really fathom, to be honest with you. But if you just break it down into what Antobar's beating in the step up, I think it goes close. Thanks very much, boys. Antobar for Don and Deck, the two Ds, uh, the double Ds. And Andy is going for his favourite horse in training. Is it? Is it favourite? No, horse? he's not it's my favourite. Well, he's just a, he's a, favorite, isn't he's it? He's a horse. Yeah, he's a horse. I took a shine to on his yeah. debut Firefox. Um, now, what I would say about Lecky Watson is, and I, I can guarantee you, where he, if he wins, loses, or draws on Friday, if this horse, if he just runs a nice race and he skips the Dublin Racing Festival, I bet you every Tom, Dick, and Harry will say. He ran a lovely race staying on at nice and he'll be a plunge horse with a Bartlett with a week to go for Cheltenham. I absolutely guarantee you there will be a, a plunge on him about a week before the Albert Bartlett and maybe even going into the day. Mm. Do I think he's going to win that? I don't know. But he is a plunge horse with a Bartlett if I've ever seen one for, with the week leading up to the race. I will be... Uh... You, you can tell him many times you've watched Tap now if you don't know who Andy's favourite horse in training is. The Lance, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I spoke about it. that's why we were late. <laughs> <laughs> that is why we were late. He was talking and talking about oh, what a horse. Are you related? No, I just think he's I just think he's a fantastic he's not even he's not even owned by Chris Jones and Penny. No, it's not Uncle Uncle Chris. Uh you going tomorrow, Decker, uh, Richie Hogan as well. Yeah, be there. Um anyone else going? Yeah. I'd love to. Anyone in the chat going there? I know Brian McCann's put in there if anyone's going to Ferry House on Saturday. Uh, he's barred from Nace, I think. He's barred from Nace, yeah. <laughs> Andy, off you go for running for a beer, lads. Yeah, all right, man. Uh, right, cheers, boys. Thanks very much. Uh, for some reason, I'm going to move on now to the next race that we're going to cover, which is the Dan and John Moore Memorial on Saturday at Ferry House. Now, for some reason, Deck, I have this in my head that 
this race takes me um, back to thinking that did you put up Dumb Vegan for this two years ago? Um, I think I was, I could have been in either put up Dumb Vegan or was in between Dumb Vegan and Black Bow. Yeah, I'm sure that you put up Dumb Vegan. Yeah, I, I could well have. Um, I was a massive, massive fan of Dumb Vegan, but I also really liked Black Bow, who, who's yeah. not with us anymore. Mm. One of the nicest looking horses I've ever seen, but it was definitely between them. And I probably gave Castle Grace Paddy a big mention. Yeah, uh, I just I, I have it synonymous this race with you. I just always think of you and I think about it. Must have um, it, it's a race. It's a race I quite like. Um, yeah. It's usually a small enough field. It's worth a hundred grand, mm. and it, you, you get really nice horses running it. And then I, I'm actually struggling. Shall I carry on? I, I guess. Yeah, yeah no, no, no worries, but yeah, I, I, I'm struggling with the race a bit because I I've said a long way out that. Either San Ra or Dysart Dynamo would turn up here. Mm. But I'm wondering, have they got San Ra down enough? Um, would they like to get him down a, another pound or two? I don't think Willie likes to leave this race behind, mm. but would McManus rather have throw him at the Grand Annual? I don't know. There's also the two mile one at, at Leopardstown, which is, is worth an awful lot of money. But I, mm. I don't think. Willie doesn't like to leave this one behind. He, he's he's thrown nice horses at it before. Blackball, Mount Leinster last year. Um, I'm sure you'll find more if you, if you keep going back. Mm. But um, I, I kind of feel like I have to back him because I've said it'll be either him or Dysart Dynamo that'll turn up here and they'll turn up giving her the good go. Uh, I do like Willie's other horse, um, Chavez. He was fifth at Leopardstown. He's beaten eight lengths by the folks Tiara. He's a lightly lightly enough race eight-year-old this is actually up uh, the last race was actually his handicap debut and that's either over hurdles or fences um, i think he said three runs over hurdles three runs over fences so he, he could come on for that you know mm-hmm. although he's a he could take a, a big step forward with handicap experience now he could be a danger to him it, it's it's either i think if sam raw is off he wins if not i'd be siding with chavez it's also interesting to see, let's be clear about it in here, he was toward in the Drinmore at Grade 1. Very keen that day and probably didn't stay, but 150 is is high enough uh, for a novice. Mm. I don't know. It's it's If Sam Raw's off, I think he wins. But I'd let the market tell you on the day. And if he's not off, it could be Chavez. Cheers, Dad. Just looking back at previous winners this, of this race, and there's never been a horse that's carried more than 11 4 to victory in this. So that would rule out everybody. Like, that would rule out the three at the top, though, dancing on my own same raw. And let's be clear about it. If you're going on those trends, the last 12 years I can see here, and the one that carried 11 stone 4 to victory was back in 2015 of Maloney, of uh, Timmy Doyle's. Um, no, but apart from that, None of them have carried a, a heavyweight here around here. Um, where are you going, Don, in this one? Well, you've just made me feel a little slightly 1% more confident with my pick, but I'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> um, uh, two things I'll say about this race is the weather will play a big part. And I think you'd be silly to write off a lot of these. This looks really open to me. From what I've seen so far, and gents, correct me if I'm wrong, we don't seem to be seeing a lot of rain coming in the next couple of days. 
So it's saying soft just now. It doesn't appear to be going off soft. I don't know if you disagree with that, Dick. It'll be soft. At this time of year, fairy house will be soft. Um, you, you won't be getting... I don't think yielding will creep into it. Um, no. I'd imagine be soft. It's it's cold, so it's not drying out quick. Um, I don't even think it's particularly windy today. But you're right. We haven't had a lot of rain the last few days. We had frost the other night, but Fairy House ground is it, it's heavy ground. Like it wouldn't be like Leopardstown or even Punchestown. So I can't see soft not be in the description. I mm. thought we might have been maybe creeping into the yielding uh, area, but no. Appreciate that, Dick. Cheers, mate. Look, if Yaling gets into it, soft will still be in there. Be Yaling to yeah. the soft, uh, but Prairie House this time of year, I think is. Now somebody will probably look it up and tell me it's been it, this race been ran on good the last eight times out of ten. But yeah. I don't think I don't think you get you definitely won't get good in the description of Fairy House this time of year. But well, yeah, well I'm saying Waffle and Pish, Chris, you can keep an eye on the comments to see who's going to win. Didn't well, even hear, I didn't understand a word you said there, did you? I said, well, I'm waffling, Pish, you can have a look at the chat box to see who's away having a look. Anyway, um, I've got some notes on a few of them here. That the recent wins on fight, is a fighting fit? Is yeah. Put him yeah. on a three-year high marker, one four four. That's two wins in a second in the last three races. He's going to bottom out at some point. That increase in marks. I'm not sure I'll be taking him any confidence. Deck mentioned Chavez. I think that horse has got a really strange profile. He won a, a, we a maiden at Ascot for Paul Nichols. And then he goes to Willie's. So that, a maiden hurdle, sorry, at Ascot. I don't know if I said that for Paul. And then he goes to Willie's where he has nine months off, unseats the jockey at the first fence in his first chase. Won the next race in January around Fairy House, and then that was pretty testing ground. He hasn't seen again until Boxing Day at Leopardstown, where he was off the bridle some way out and didn't really mm. jump with any fluency behind um, is it Fox Tiara. Is that what you said, Dick? Yeah, see, Paul couldn't try and Ivy up a wall, so Willie was just giving him enough time to forget his experience. <laughs> there. <laughs> okay, that's why it was only a fucking maiden, anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, he kept on all the way to the line. He did stay on. Maybe he needed to run. But does he need soft ground, further trip? I don't know. I just think the horse has got a very strange profile. I'm, I'm not entirely sold. Uncle Phil was behind Lucid Dreams last time on soft ground. If the ground is slightly better than soft, I'd fancy him to switch that around. But he can throw in the odd stinker. So, again, another one I'm not really sure of. Dancing in my own, I think is zero for three, I think, around Fairy House, including last time when he was behind three of these. As, again, there's another one I've got my doubts on. I, I, I do have a tentative interest here, and it's with Grey Diamond. He was tailed off out of the back last time. Um, his first run for Gordon Elliott. But that was his first run since April. And he made a couple of mistakes in the running. And when he done that, Jack Kennedy just took his foot off the gas. If he cuts out the mistakes, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go closer here. And with the question marks I have got over some of them, I think I'll have a little a little each way poke on Grey Diamond. Cheers, Don. Uh, we'll come to Andrew next, who's back from his uh, beer and piss. 
Yeah, my hiatus, my short hiatus. Yeah. Um, yeah, I found this race kind of tough. I'd say Declan covered it quite well. Um, probably would have covered what we. Um, How do you know you weren't bloody here? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Um, yeah, dancing on my own, probably behind the weights. Um, I know Deck probably said he likes San Ra. I think he's a, a. They're working back from the Grand Annual with him. Uh, let's be clear about it. Probably too high of a mark right now. One fifty is high enough for a novice, especially at this time of year. Uh, right idea to come back to two miles, though, given the way he ran the Drinmore. Uh, fighting fit, I agree with Don. Um, I think he could be getting a bit dizzy now. Uh, Lucid Dreams runs every week. Probably nothing in his uh, no scope off one four two. Uh, Grange Walk, lovely horse. Um, I'd love to own him, but he's exposed. Uh, Grey Diamond is interesting, Don. Uh, you'd have to obviously leave that run well behind him, but it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Uh, Chavez has his chance. Whiskey Wealth, um, probably flying a bit too high here. And Rosie's Hollow, uh, in her first time cheek pieces, a mare I've always had a lot of time for, but she's let me down too many times now. Um, so I've actually gone with Uncle Phil. Um, I think he's now he has been risen nine pounds for his run behind Imagine and Lucid Dreams. Uh, he has a three pound swing with a Lucid Dreams. I know Liam Quinlan claims five pounds, but you know, the inexperienced jockeys claim for a reason. I'd rather have Paul Townend uh, than than any claimer, maybe with the exception of Michael O'Sullivan last year. Um, so I, I think that Uncle Phil, which was a career best, by the way, on I think on soft ground as well. Um, I think that was a better race than people think. Obviously, Lucid Dreams won on his next start. It was only a match against Joy Umashin. Um, do you want to say that boost the form? I'm not sure, but I do think Imagine is a very nice horse. Mm. Um, so I think uncle phil off 139 has a little bit of scope to improve um so what i'd be doing is backing him and watching san Ra very closely um because i said that um lecky watson was going to be the plunge horse for the albert bartlett waiting to see what what the lads do to this guy on on the on the wednesday at Cheltenham <laughs> if, if they get there in one piece he'll What's go that? off he could go off he's he's a type of horse that he could miraculously come back to form and i don't know first time blinkers or something you end up bloody 11 to 4 or something for the yep. grand annual i could see it happening but andy well look, look i asked you a while ago um mm. it was actually a given horse what damage does it do winning this race what do you think? um well for a nine-year-old it would do more damage for a horse of his nature than it would do for maybe a novice It'd be, mm. It's not like presenting Percy winning the Reynolds Town and then, or or winning a pretense qualifier and then winning the pretense. Um, I think he could go and win this. Don't get me wrong; he's more more than capable of going and winning this, especially over one fifty one. But um, just going by the way they operate and the fact that Willie has a novice in it with Paul Town and on it under eleven stone, I think this is all pointing to a, a tilt at the Grand Annual um, in March for for Sanro. Would you say, Andy, that um, Uncle Phil last time was a little inconvenienced having to do make all the running? You could argue that. Um, they did crawl. Mm. Um, but I, funny enough, I don't think it suited any horse. Mm. Um, I don't think it suited Imagine. It might have suited Lucid Dreams because he did fight back, but um, yeah, no, I think I you could make an argument chris i just i don't know uh, i see it i see a comment there about uh san Ra about his mark in england and um, they'll give yeah. him they the higher the mark the less they get 
So if you get a novice, if you get like a state man or something back yeah. in the day, um, novices always get hyped up more, or younger horses always get hyped up more, whereas mm. the older horses, like yeah, we had it with Fakir the other day. He got one pound. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but it's gonna happen with San Ra because you know you can't put him on one fifty five or in the high one fifties because he's had his arse handed to him in grade ones for the last year and a half. So if he's oh, for this race. Yeah, no. For he, I'd say if I if I was handicapped, if I was the English handicapper, which I'm obviously not, thank Jesus, I'd probably say one fifty three. Mm. I'd say two how, pounds. How do you know Paul Townend didn't want to ride San Ra? Yeah, maybe he did, but has he ever to ride him? So what if you know you you can't base this one on the jockey booking? Yeah, I, I don't think he's only ever ridden him once in his life. Uh, was that Tremor to win a maiden hurdle? He's never ever ridden San Ra, not even in his grade ones. I know because been Mark Walsh. like it's not like it's not like right. If Paul Townend really wants to ride, or if Willie really wants Paul Townend to ride, uh, Simon Minear horse, Paul Townend rides, but it doesn't happen with the McManus horses. No. You don't see Mark Walsh going around with a red cap. <laughs> well, why is Mark Walsh chose fighting fit? The, the last time, the last time Mark Walsh um wore the green cap or the star he won the champion hurdle yeah that's because barry garrity was on the other one um yeah no that's a good like mark welch could have ridden sun raw today or saturday so i i don't think because simon torrens simon torrens gonna ride very in place he's gonna be full of confidence and then he's gonna come out and ride san raw and there's your double Hey, big one there. All right, should we go over selections for that one, Anandu? Uh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Declan? I, I have to back Satin Raw. Like, I, I've, I fancied him a long, long time for this race. Well, I had it between him and Dysart dying about turning up and running here. Mm. So, I, I, I'll go with Satin Raw. But if he's not off and the market tells you he's not off, it'll be Chavez for me. Cheers. And Dom? G'day, Diamond. Cheers, boys. Just seeing Racing Ellis's comment there. If they get one or two pounds back here, they could they let San Ro go at the DRF to avoid the BHA rise. At they won't do that. Head. Well, that's worth 100 grand as well, isn't it? The two mile mm. one at Leopardstown. But that race very seldom attracts if it's similar to this, over 150. It, it's a similar enough race to this, though. In wasn't that? In in the field size, the money. Yeah, I think that DRF races. If there was one race I'd remove from the Dublin Racing Festival, we'd have two more handicap chase. Be honest with you, I think it takes a little bit from this race. Cheers, boys. Uh, different different topic. Cheers, boys. We'll come over to uh, Britain now. We'll come over to Warwick for Saturday's Hampton Court Novices Chase. Um, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Here we go. Um, this is a huge Twitter horse, isn't it? Apple away. I forever see it scrolling through my. Oh, that there's a nap in here. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> Rubbing hands together. Um, We're fucking fun horses. We're snaps. Yeah. That's how we want. Two to one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This is, this is very, very tight. If not play boy doesn't win this. Oh, my God. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> why, is, why is the change in man in here? Uh, so, this no. is why, like, they. British trainers always give out that they always have their Irish novices are so well handicapped 
This horse is probably the best handicapped horse in the country off 132 based on his run at Exeter. And he, and he was traveling at Sandown before he fell. And they're running him in a grade two where he's completely wrong with the weights when there's a nice novice handicap at Cheltenham on Trials Day two weeks later. What yep. are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you, like, it's absolutely, anyway, look, anyway. I'll, I know the answer to that. that question, Andy. What? Joe Tizard's a fucking balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but like um, that—that's wild planning. But uh, sorry, to not, off. But that, that opinion is not based on what we've just discussed. That opinion of mine has been gathered the last couple of years. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, you're allowed opinions on here, Don. We're coming to you first on this one, mate. You told me not to come to you first on the next race, so I'll come yeah, to you first. Classic, on this one. Yeah, I mean, don't come to me first in the classic. But on the Hampton, I'm going to keep this very, very simple. I tried to get Broadway Boy beat last month when we were on here. He went and won again. And, uh, okay, he might just be a horse that thrives around Cheltenham. But based on those last two wins, he's going to beat this lot. This is 5-2 to two in places. If he's 5-2 to two on the day, I'm either going to be minus a wife, a house and kids, or I'm going to be running about in a scud. Somewhere going nuts. There's, there's so many question marks that you can pull about here. And yes, Apple Away is such a talking horse. But yeah. based on what Apple Away has done and what Broadway Boy has done, that market can get in the bin as far as I'm concerned. I I am not going to go against him again. I think he just goes and wins. I mean, this possibly is the best novice race that we've seen on this side of the shows. I know it's bad, Declan. Yeah, it's shocked. I didn't realise she was favourite. Uh, the yeah. Cotto Star, Cotto Star was better, wasn't it? Cotto Star was much yeah, you better. You probably say so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Declan, we're coming to you next. Oh, I can't see how Napway Boy doesn't win this. Um, <laughs> I think the track. <laughs> the, if I, I, I would have my reservations about Moran Warwick. It's my only concern. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I think it can pigeonhole horses at times as well, though. And That's fair enough, they're, yeah. only suit, they're only suited to a certain task, but like everything he's done has been. Been so good and um like he how how did he only get how did he only get a uh, four pound hmm yeah he oh, took half the fences home with him but he, he didn't win by that far did he half, I'm half a length to a length he beat three hundred through five who probably like I thought three hundred through five was probably gonna get four pound what the three yeah. somebody find out what three hundred through five got there and he um, raced off one fifty and he's now he got two pounds so just creeping up, yeah. he got, and he only got four for winning a race. And three hundred two five got yeah. And Protector at was third, was dropped six, right? Ooh. Because it's the Dan Skelt now money messing money. Yeah, I I'm back to a big handicap. <laughs> I, I just think he, he should be a cut above these. Um, like Gray Donning, he made a mis the mistake cost him at Cheltenham. Um, I just think he's overrated, and the change of man. Uh, he was one length ahead of the Grey Dawning at XR. He chased home, stay away, Faye. 132. 132. That, yeah. 132. That is really <laughs> what are they doing? He unseated. He, well, I see oh. Yeah, Jesus. It, it, it's absolutely mental. What are they doing? Um, <laughs> if I, actually, if I trained him, I'd come over here and go, yeah. I'm going to fucking show you. <laughs> Listen, he'd be off. He'd be off. He'd be off. He'd be off 129 in Ireland or something. Yeah. He'd be absolutely <laughs> 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 He'd be able to handicap and stuff. 
Um, I, I can't understand why the change of man is hang on let me have a look at the prices here it's seven to one and gray mm. dawning is nine to four someone book apple away and gray dawning are just full of hype in here yeah. um the, it, the the change of man follows broadway boy home i can't understand this at all what is it about gray dawning because like everyone had backed them the last day as well I didn't even know who the fucking horse was. Well, it just went off, didn't it, Declan? Because of like that, the jump that they practically went through the fence. That's what everyone in the back of my, I didn't know who he was till he crashed through the last fence. Yeah. And <laughs> all of a sudden, he's two to one for this. Apple away. She's actually fourteen lengths to find with Grey Dawning on a hate that run. She got seven pound that day. What's she getting today? Didn't even look. Anyway, all I want to say is. Carbon King beat Kieran Dannett off 83 in the John Thomas McNamara. I knew this 50 to 1 1. We were not leaving it out. And he, he look, every horse deserves a mention. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's actually mad. He beat Kieran Dannett off. The racing in Britain must be diabolical. <laughs> he beat Kieran Dannett off 83 in a handicap hurdle for amateurs claiming seven. He was trained by Declan Queeley, and he's turning up in here against possibly a future Gold Cup horse and Broadway boy, or certainly a Grade One three mile chaser in Britain. In Britain, in, in Britain, like and and this fella is able to get an entry in here. If I, he's only I, sixteen to one as well. In fairness, yeah, down he's not like, beyond the round. Try to enter Kieran Dana in a a Grade One. Or the great two novice chase to be a hairboard, just give it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll only ruin your handicap, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually, they were called. That grey dawning hype, though, that grey dawning hype comes because it beat Willie's um, fucking Gaillard de Menil at Haydock. He's, he's a novice for the last five years. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what they're clinging to. Did yeah, you the change of man is, but I think Broadway Boy is actually really good value at, at yeah. nine to four. But the change of man is, he's massive at seven to one. But I yeah. do, I just think Broadway Boy is a couple both days in the going win. But I can't understand. The change of man is a great each way bet if you're that way inclined. Excellent. Let's go over the selections for that then, Andy. You had one. I am actually sick because I I was waiting for Cheltenham Trials Day. Yeah, you've had a breakdown. I had my big nap. I, I, I had this horse earmarked for, like, now it was two and a half miles and his form was over three, but he had no problem coming back to two and a half at Cheltenham. And the race was there for him. It's a novice's handicap chase. You're only going to have seven or eight runners. It's literally staring you in the bleeding face and they go for a grade two. Now, the only saving grace, and I will never, you'll never hear the end of this if, if this horse is beaten a, a length or two and gets 11 pounds worth, but... If they're running him in a grade two, they must think the world of him. And they don't give a shite about the handicap mark, which is completely fair enough. Ah, that's not what racing's about, though, Andy. No, it's not. Well, it is in Bleeding Britain, apparently. Handicap like, is what jump racing is about. Yeah, well, uh, not for the Tizards. They just no. want to win a grade two. So, like, they just want to get, get, get the, if we can yeah. run at Cheltenham. Yeah, the handicapper was asleep at the wheel at Exeter. Like yeah. clearly, completely and utterly asleep at the wheel. The change of man was unlucky not to win that race. Yeah. Um, and if you go back and watch his run at Sandown, the jockey was confident. I think was was it a who was it was was a Powell again? Yeah, Brendan Powell. Like 
he was bringing them back at every fence. He was so comfortable, and the horse just made a random error, and he would have been banged air at the end of that race. And the reason I I say connections know damn well he would have been banged there, and that's why they're going here. But at oh, yeah. one thirty two, you have a penalty kick in a handicap, like a penalty kick. Yeah, mm. he, he does. But to be honest, Andy, I think he only got so close to stay away fade that day because, like, he jumped. He, he jumped like a horse who still had a bollocks. Like he 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 was so this big on stay away fade. Like he was right. so big over his fences. He was so early. I think he was much better the next day. I don't think the change of man would lay a glove on him again. I just think stay away fade was really novicey. Mm. But in in a good way, he never looked like falling. But he he, he doesn't need to be, he doesn't I, need to be near stay away fade because no, he's a no, mid one fifties horse. No, 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 no. I I completely agree. He's he's booked in wherever he goes. Mm. And I don't know what the handicapper is doing. He was obviously asleep or didn't fancy assessing extra. He, he fancies him for something. Yeah, well, he's probably absolutely Somewhere down the line, there's something there's something lingering. Well, well as you as you say, Deck, I, I think you said it last week. You can bring a horse to water. So yeah. Um, but anyway, look, if if they're here, and mm. I know you said I shouldn't pigeonhole Broadway boy, and I fancied him for Cheltenham and all that, but he did have he's had two very hard races now. Like he clouted every second fence at, at Cheltenham. And if I like if I like to change a man as much as I did, and that's why I'm so angry that they're running them in a grade two off 132 when it's a penalty kick and a handicap. If they're doing that, they must think the world of them. And therefore, as I said, seven to one is probably a cracking bet. So I am gonna oh. go with the change of man. I'll probably back him each way, but I'm oh. still angry. Ooh. Ooh. I know, yeah, but like as you as you said, who, seven to one. outside like I don't, think, I don't change the yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think the mayor beats him. And I think Broadway boy the Broadway boy is a few questions. Yeah. Broadway boy has a few questions to answer, and Grey Dawning is sure he's probably gotten sent for home now by Harry Skelton. So, like, what, what questions does um Napway boy have to answer? No, just it, it, mm. I just the fact it, that he's had he's had he's had two absolute gruelers at Cheltenham, and the last time was on I think it was on soft ground, and he he hit every second fence. That's that's the question he has. I think it's just a, and it's probably at a speedier track as well. Warwick is a trap where he's renowned for like jumping is paramount at Warwick. He's won at Worcester. He's won at tracks. He's won right-handed at market raising. He's won left-handed at Worcester. I don't think Warwick's the issue. I do agree with Andy. The only thing he has to answer is he's a two scalping big races. Mm -hmm. I mean, that this... If you look at the mark, though, I still think he's beyond that. I do agree with you, Andy. I think there's probably is it two tough races that he needs to come through. Yeah, exactly. A warrior of a horse. Maybe he's just a bit of a beast. He could well be. He could be like, for all we know, he's the second coming of Denman because, like, he as of right now, he actually remind he reminds me he reminds me of the way he goes through his races and the way he battles. Like, he's like a as of right now, he's a very, very, very poor man's Denman. Mm. But like, yeah. like I'm not comparing him to Denman. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like going like you know, Denman put on put in the odd howler, and but you know, sometimes he'd look beat, and he just keep finding, 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 and he's just a big beast. Broadway boy, as you have to remember, he's only six. Yep. So mm. like you know, and he's doing stuff like, like as a six year old racing the likes of Protectora and and Three Under True Five, who two very very seasoned horses and beating them. Like it's it's no main feat, and 
bringing that form back into novice company he's the one they absolutely have to be but he still has to show that he has that constitution and we have to know like like thank jesus he's not trained by nicky henderson or something <laughs> so, like, like that's what that's what i do like about it they they're not shy of a challenge and i very much respect that and it's great that like broadway boy is a racehorse he's a proper proper racehorse and that's what i like about him but the change of man as i said i'm raging at their hair but they must be here for a reason and i'm gonna take a chance on him just notice yes. in the comments that nigel twist and davis is operating at his best drive rate since the 1990s what are you gonna say there don I don't want to linger in this race all night, right? Yeah. I had a little bit of a poke at Joe Tizard at the start of this race, right? This entire thing, and Andy said his bit, and I agree with every bit of it, right? Stinks every bit of, of we have listened to the hype, and that's where we're going. There's a lot of brains and capacity that could have been used here to put this horse somewhere else. And instead, they're going, look at Stay Away Faye. Could have beaten that. Look at Stay Away Faye. Everyone's talking about Stay Away Faye. Whether that's mm -hmm. coming from Tizard or the connections, I don't know and I don't care. But that's the trainer's job to sit there and go, calm down. The steps to be followed here. Let's mm. go and get a couple of reprises in the satchel and then we'll think about the next step after that. This whole thing stinks of, fuck it, we're better than them. Let's go in a graded race. And that's but why that, I'm a that, But that's what British owners are like. It's, it's all like classism and old toughs that have money and four horses like I mean, <laughs> over here like yeah we see it all the time yeah. like, over here, it's, it's more about syndicates and look or, or else you're you're very wealthy people it's like you you're rich people on horses but you're mega rich people on horses in ireland which i mean it's a real classes thing it's like and it's Boring old farts like Johnny and under or something, you know. Like over here, fucking oh, Jesus, we love a plot. Oh, fucking, mm. I tell you, we love stopping one thing going a minute. Like, if, too, like if I owned, if I owned a changing man, and the trainer entered it in a grade two, I'd ring him up and go, if if you declare him for that race, I'll come down to the yard and I'll bleed and bring him out myself. I'll train him myself. All of our <laughs> owners are trying to win a race and stay in the north in 95. Yeah. They don't want to go up to the next race because <laughs> it gets too hard. Fucking, oh, I hope we can stay in this grade. <laughs> All right, I've calmed down now. We can, I think we can move on. <laughs> can we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just actually trying to see, I'm trying to think off the top of my head which other um jumps horses these owners have had they have um the one i backed last year for the for the for the play uh he's tumbling down the handicap now I, a gray horse dealership i'd say maybe because or, or a printing company well if you look at this comment here apparently gordon elliott got his new wheels today at com bmw drug header where? Just, that's a very interesting fact if put on the podcast, but dr where? Draw draw drug that draw it, you'd fucking think you know that saying that's where you fucking start when you Warlord Richard Reggie. No Lord. idea. Thanks, thanks, Reggie. Warlord, that's draw it. Boys, selections then for that one, Andrew. The changing man, gobshites, but anyway. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> the changing gobshites. Uh deck. Uh, Broadway boy is the the best horse in the race. Napway boy for Declan and Don. Broadway boy. Broadway boy. Thanks very much, boys. Come on, move on. 
Fuck me. One thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think we've got to go on that. You're having a meltdown Look, on that. Does, does nobody have is is like right? If the trainers are too busy, they don't have race planners. Like they don't have a guy <laughs> who's like, no, but get the fucking calendar out and find us the next race. Like you know, even like even I've sat down with and tried to find like and it's miles away from that stuff like we're only fucking yeah. we're only playing at being owners they're actually fucking owners like do they not sit down and does nobody have a think about this or do you just go is there racing on saturday of course there's racing on fucking saturday i mean it's let's have a let's have a run on now so we must run what's on oh well if that's all that's on on saturday You've raced every day of the week. We only have a three days a week. He could turn up anywhere and they could pump the years off him. But he has <laughs> yeah. to run on a Saturday, that horse. Has to run on a Saturday. Because, you know, the owner's probably fucking struggling Ooh. to run his, his printing company that's fucked because we're all gone digital now. Like, you know? <laughs> Don, have you got all that bingo? And, and his third wife no, will leave him if, if he doesn't fucking save it. Thank God, maybe. It's boring all farce. Uh, <laughs> this is yeah. the way the bingo should have won because we've managed yeah. to Definitely. So having a breakdown would have been like well up there. Anyway, boys, next race is the classic chase, which is the next race after that. And a uh, very nice, well, a winner two starts back for Gavin Cromwell's coming over here with none other than Conestone Walsh on board and Melina Girl. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, oh, does she win? Does this she thing, win? this thing was like we would have been talking about Broadway Boy in a different sense if she stayed up. I'd say, yeah, yeah. this thing right. was traveling and then that fence coming down the hill. Uh, Connor Stone Walsh was wrapping himself in, in the bridle, and it, like Connor Stone Walsh is the Moscow Flyer jockeys, he wins or he falls, and it's it's actually insane if you look through. Like, he either unseats or falls or wins. <laughs> um, it's insane. And, that was the um, horse Andy I took last time to beat Broadway Boy. And she probably, like, obviously it was too far out to say, but geez, but if she wasn't half traveling. It's still stung, though. Mm. Yeah. So is this, are you going for, is this one that you'll be going for, Andrew? Um, no. <laughs> uh, 12 stone for a mare or three mile five at Warwick on testing ground. It's a, it's a different test. Uh, she was off a lovely race and weight because of Protectorat. She was off 10 stone four at Cheltenham because of uh, Protectorat in the race. Um, I think 12 stone over a little bit further on slightly more testing ground over a slightly further trip. Now, she has won an Ulster National or whatever up down Patrick, so she'll get this trip, no problem. But she's racing better horses with a serious weight on her back. Um, and I think, you know, weight stops train, so I think it's going to uh, be a problem for her. Um, I was disappointed. I thought any second now was going to run here. Ted Walsh was on with his intentions to run, but he hasn't been yeah. prepared. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing him. Uh, the horse I'm going to stick with, actually, um, it's actually an 18 or 20 to 1 chance, a Henry Daly trained rapper. Uh, he's by Scorpion. Uh, absolute Ooh. psychopath. Ooh, you're not going for a Scorpion. Yeah, I'm going for a Scorpion. I, actually, I was going to have a nice bet on this horse, anti-post on New Year's Day uh, at Cheltenham. He was a mm. 10 or 12 to 1 shot. Um, yeah. He won the race last year at Cheltenham very, very easily off 137. And he ran a nice race uh, behind Broadway Boy, uh, completely unfancied, 66 to one shot uh, behind Broadway Boy. Um, he's been dropped again, I think, for that run, has he? Yes, he was dropped a yeah. further pound. So he's off 139. He's won at Cheltenham off 137. He stays all day. 
and um, his jumping can be kind of hit and miss but he is a scorpion so you have to kind of accept that um alice stevens she takes five pounds off i'll have to take that on trust uh, but his he definitely returned to form in a much much better race uh last time out i think um at 66 to one i'm still kind of surprised when they didn't go to a race that they won last year um i'm not sure if maybe did he miss a bit of work or had a stone bruise or like it really doesn't make too much sense but uh, they're going here maybe it's a bigger pot maybe the horse needs a little bit of um needs a little bit of a further trip but mm. you know um usually when the scorpions start going backwards we're absolutely gone at the game but this lad showed plenty uh behind broadway boy so i'm gonna stick with him around 18 or 20 to 1 i'd say he'll run into a place at the bare minimum if he gets around cheers man deck what about yourself i thought there was one sticking out here um I thought it was Gallia de Lito. Mm. Um, oh, she's already gone for home deck. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's the problem. Yeah, they've, they've chucked the pieces on her too. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Bolts to the start. Um, kicked, yeah. Look, is this is this where he uh, tried to beat John Bond two miles from home? That was on, uh, yeah, it was. It was with Calico, right? wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. In the Kingmaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was actually that was the one time he was actually probably right to do that because they were like jogging uh but i know but like he done it a mile out yeah literally a mile out he done it on the after the first fence down the back yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i remember i was at, i think i was at nice that day and somebody was like is john man got beat and somebody said yeah the saddle slipped <laughs> thinking now harry's getting mine slipped the rain slipped and the horse took off again. Horse <laughs> that'll do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she was 14 lengths forth in the mile, mate. Um, she won a listed race at Marco Raven raising before she was held by Pink Legend. Like, we've seen Pink Legend run crackers before, wasn't she? Like, just touched off by Ellie May in yeah, she was second at it was yeah. Price yeah, in the Mare's Chase. Yeah. Uh, that race that she she beat. This horse was at Newby. That was a listed race again. I think she's a massive chance. Melina Girl, she fell out at the three out at Cheltenham. And uh, she's left on the same mark. I was actually surprised the British handicapper left her on the same mark because usually if a horse is traveling really, really well and falls, he'll put them up like could be the first fence, could be on the way to the start. But if a horse is not off the bridle and they fall, he'll put them up. Um Look, she is dangerous, but as Andy said, it, it's going to be a very, very difficult task for her. And like, well, you can be well handicapped. There's, there's certain horses can carry big weights, and, and generally, you, you have to be up to a certain level. In here, off one four six, like, what she got? What she she got eleven pound the time she won at Cheltenham before the last time, and um, get get the pan Collange gets an 11 pound swing but as 11 pounds or 11 lengths to find i think galia the little was sticking out here is our first time in a handicap as well yeah yes yeah yeah, that's that's on on like four pound less than melina girl you're a sucker for that aren't you deck first time in handicap depends you can tell you don't listen to the top either ah no it's one running a handicap isn't it it depends. I'm, I'm not giving. I'm not giving anything away on this. 
<laughs> no, but what you pay us? Andy Can't pays pay. much more than the other you. I pay you in beer mats. Um, the, the the lower the grade, the more I like them to have handicap experience. But if a horse has been running, a horse is experienced and classy enough to, to win at listed level. Like if they're dropping down in grade, I'm happy to back them first time in a handicap. Thanks very much, bud. Uh, Don, we are coming to you. Yep. I'm, I'm going to carry on regardless of um, what Andy said because I'm on the same horse. But before his last run, Rapper had pulled up twice. I don't think he finished a race. No. Since, since February. Um, but that last race that Andy touched on <clears throat> was behind Broadway Boy, three under, three five, protector at. He weakened coming into the final stages of that race. Uh, but that he was. Ran a blinder, yeah. But that was far better than this. Far, far better than what this is. I think the vet report on the pulled up, or the one at Kelso when he pulled up, was um, an irregular heartbeat. And he is 10 now. But this is very winnable. Very open. 20 to 1. And I, I like the jockey booking. And I think Alice has won over 100 grand for her conditional yes. jockey this year. It's I, a good I, 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 I like her. I think it's a good booking. I think at the price, um, I'm very, very happy to have a little pun of 20s on wrapper. I'm not going to rip the ass out at the rest of the things I thought Andy's already said. I think it's a good bit. Quite like it. Mean, more than, like, I can understand like somebody picking a scorpion by a fluke, but two people landing on the scorpion. Yeah, there's another I've, scorpion in this. I've offered Is it Major Dundee? Major Dundee's another scorpion in this. I see Sean signs of being on well. Ah, no, he hasn't actually. First time <laughs> Voyager going on, though. That could, that could be a... Yeah. Um, what a stallion, though. Jenny Mack, like, what does he pass on? <laughs> it, 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 it's, well, like, you have to go back to, to the granddad. Like, you have to go back to Monjou, like, what he well, was Monjou, like. Yeah, Monjou either gets them, like, as straight as a die or they're fucking loco. Like, <laughs> even... Like, even Kiandana, who's by leading light, who's by Manjil, has, has a good look. Like, yeah. he, he, he's the day Ross had his open day, there was 200 people or 200 plus people there. And it's like, he, his attitude is like, not be fucking telling me these people are coming here. He's the only horse in the yard who wouldn't let anyone rub him. Every horse is like, this is great, lovely. Lovely, give us a rub. Yeah, yeah, this is great. He was like, "No, what the fuck is going on?" Stay away on? from me. <laughs> what the? Nobody fucking asked me about this. He just the streak runs through them all. It's absolutely fascinating. <laughs> like good or bad, it's absolutely fascinating. What one Jew passed on? Some of them can channel that. Yeah, yeah, the ones who are loaded with ability, but mm. <laughs> this fella's fucking streak is bigger than his ability. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. We'll leave uh, that race. Uh, well, as usual. Uh, next one is the Sylvan Yarko Conte over at Kempton, the 207 on Saturday. Only five runners here. Bambridge is the favourite at 9 to 4. Edward Stone and Peak Do Dory, 11 to 4 each. Not long till May. One that Declan's put up before, haven't you, Declan? This one on Janadil is 14. Start with Don on this one. Sylvan Yarko. Look, there's. <clears throat> There's no doubt in my mind that on his day, Edward Stone 
is slash was a classy individual. He does not strike me as a horse that is shouting for a step up and trip. This feels kind of a Hail Mary from Alan King. Hmm. Maybe he's trying to get his groove back a bit. I'm not sure. As in Edward Stone, not Alan King. And perhaps, but at 10 years old, it smells a little bit desperate to me. Um, it's a bit late in the day, are we? Yeah, I mean, support, time will tell, right? But I, I, this, this stinks of um, grasping at straws. And as much as if he, if he goes back to the classy horse he was, fair dues, but I'm not buying it. I think the only horse to beat Pictori in the last year is Shishkin, when Shishkin was stepped up to two miles five for the first time at Ascot. And he was impressive mm. that day. Mm. Pictori's not exactly been ripping up trees in some of these races, but he's won a grade two and two's in a grade one, including this last year. And every time I've been looking at this, this race, my eye keeps getting drawn back to him. Banbridge has been off since he won the manifestos at entry in April. And he won off a break before, but I don't think the break was this long. I wonder if this is maybe a prep race for having a pop at the Ryanair in March. I'm not sure. I'm not convinced though, at the prices that that's a bet for me um, to go and Banbridge here. Chris, you mentioned not long till May. In the last 14 months, he's only ran Russellburg and Cheltenham. I find that odd. He's beaten Stage Star a couple of times around Cheltenham. Pretty good solid for him. But does he just like it around there and he's been beaten by a decent animal? I also think 156 is a very, very deceiving mark for not long till May. Considering the last race he won was February at Musselburgh off a mark of 134. So I, I can't be having him. And we spoke about Janadil um, at the Christmas pod when we were weighing up the King George, talking about Aloho. My mind's not changed. I think there's a couple of horses in here better than him. If you look in Saturday and you're getting picked Dory, 5-2, I'm probably going to have a little bit of a bet in that because I think that is the most solid option in this race. Cheers, Don. Paul Palmer agrees with you that he should be favourite in this one. What do you think, Deck? I do like not long to me. Um, mm. he, he bumped into Stage Star, who was, you know, in hindsight, absolutely thrown in off 1.5 in the Paddy Power. He was eight lengths ahead of um, Il Ridotto and 12 lengths ahead of Fugitive. I'm thinking Fugitive won the December Gold Cup. He did. Yeah. 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 Look, he's a bit defined on, on ratings, but, you know, Edward Stone's rating is achieved over two miles. He's a 10-year-old now, but he's still quite consistent. Uh, and he is interesting up in chip. He chased on John Bond the last day in, in the Tingle Creek. He's he's always a horse that, like, I, I kind of warned from the, the more, I was very, very cold on him originally. I do remember slacking him off because he went chasing back over hurdles and then all of a sudden he was back chasing again. He did go and win an article. But maybe this is all a little bit, you know, it's it's too little, too late, and are they clutching at straws now? Um, but where else do you go? You step up and trip, and then John Bon arrives in the, the running air as well. You know, I I couldn't. I he would be on the radar for a running air, Edward Stone, 
Um, because mm. I like two miler stepping up, but for this, I don't know. I think this probably takes more getting than a Ryanair does because a Ryanair can turn into a bit of a, a sprint and uh, and speed horses win this. Whereas at Kempton, you like when you're gone, if a good gallop from Flagfall, you have to stay, you have to stay the two and a half miles proper, two, 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 four and a half, wherever this is. And um, Pick Dory, he's been well placed, I think. He was 16 lengths ahead of Straw Fan Jack the last day. Um, look, he deserves his place here, but I just think they've all, he, he's been really well placed, and that's what you're trying to should be doing if you're uh, if you're on a printing company that's failing and <laughs> you want days out on a Saturday. Uh, Bambridge won the manifesto. He was twelve lengths ahead of Straw and Jack there, but um, that that's entry form as well. It's hard to gauge that. It's his fourth run of the season, um, and I think Janadil won't be off. I, I don't know where he's going. Could he go to the Irish Grand National, Andy? Could well do. One hundred and sixty-one. It's a lofty mark, isn't it? Like how how. How far can you get him down? Maybe it's the Irish Grand National. Could even be a goal. Like, you know, maybe this is the beginning of, of where this horse ends up next season because they're going to have to run him down. Because I, I don't think he, he's kind of flattered to deceive as well. So what do you do with him now? I, I can't see him winning this. I think you have to get that mark down and, and find something to win. And it might take a year and a half. What age is he? Nine, is he? Nine. Nine. It might take a year and a half and, and rock up in, in something like an Irish national or or could he go to probably could he go to entry? Has he tried entry before? Not sure he's tried the national fences. No. He's probably gone to entry on the mile mm. course, but I don't think he's tried the national fences. Yeah, look, I, I really like not long till May. Um he, he's he was an office last season and he, he just he booked into stage star and he was clear second. So you take stage star out of that who doesn't, you know, we don't always see a horse, a grade one winner turning up there. He, he bumped into a grade one winner who was running off 155. And in hindsight, he was fucked in. We should have all lumped on him. But we actually fancied not long till May that day. And he, he ran his race. So I, I like him here. He is the least exposed. Well, him in Bambridge, I think. But He's probably the, the least exposed because of his connections. Not long till May, if, mm. if you get me. Big fan of Laura Morgan, actually. Andrew? Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of not long till May as well. I was quite confident in, in the Paddy Power. And to be fair, he's probably very well handicapped himself. He was just beaten by an even better handicapped horse. He, he knew absolutely all that was well handicapped. To finish that far ahead of a horse who went and won the December goal. Yeah, there. absolutely. Um, like I don't think he was badly handicapped, or, or I think I don't think he lost much in defeat. Um, and I'd still say he'd be a, a candidate for the Ryanair if they were going down that way. I, I imagine they're going down that route. I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, Bambridge could you could make an argument he's one of the better handicapped horses in training off one fifty five. Yeah. Um, like if you if he rocked up in a handicap off that, he'd take a lot of interest given his if you take his Grade One win at Aintree into account. Um, and his progressive profile. Uh, the only thing you'd be kind of worried about, though, is um, his lack of chasing experience. Um, 
or not lack of chasing experience. What am I talking about? That's that's wrong. It's lack of recent chasing experience. Um, we have obviously it's going to be his first run of the season, so he's had some kind of hold up. Uh, Pick Dory, um, Kenton is his place. He loves it. Um, he's usually brilliant around here in Ascot as well. Um, big question, I suppose, is like he wasn't overly impressive, was he? The last day, um, like he beat Straw Fan Jack, but he like for furlong there he looked like he was in trouble um but he is probably like he is probably going to run his race uh bare minimum uh janadil i yeah um i saw a comment there from richard richard hogan uh saying they're probably in search of a bit of nice ground I'd, I'd imagine that's on the money um i don't know if he'd not be off here um i'm just not sure kempton would play to his strengths uh, and Edward Stone, as we said, ten-year-old, uh, um, new fact-finding mission. Um, like I, I want to say two and a half miles would suit him, but then I just think of the Clarence House when uh, that was rescheduled to Cheltenham when the one editor Jajit won, where he ran down editor Jajit after the last, and then editor Jajit came back at him, and now mm. I'm thinking of him stepping up to two and a half miles. Um obviously he's an older horse now he settles better whatnot uh, older horses tend to want to trip but older horses tend to want to trip as they're dropping in class and getting slower he's going up and trip and he's staying in a grade two so i'd want to see it to believe it um so yeah it'd be not long till may for me i absolutely love him i think he's a really really good horse um would i'd have him as a like top three candidate for the Ryanair 100 percent um i don't think I think Laura Morgan's or Morgan's done an absolutely phenomenal job with him. Um, has brought him along nicely, and he lost little in defeat. The Paddy Power, he's an unexposed profile. Um, I think Kempton be fine for him. He jumps well. He's honest. Um, yeah, I, I'd be taking him to win this. Cheers, boys. Uh, we'll just go over selections for that one then one more time. Don't pack Dory. Pack Dory. Don't, uh, don't, don't. I'm getting the D's mixed up. Deck. Uh, not long for me. And Andrew, you are the same, yes? Yeah, not long till, Bill. Not long <laughs> till, boom. I like that. Thanks, boys. Uh, last one not we're going to look at. Me. <laughs> last one I want to have a look at is the Coral Lanzarote hurdle. And in this race, I always think of Stephen. I don't know why I always think of Stephen in this Because he only watched racing 50 years ago. When this yeah. race was important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No one gives a shite about the Lanzarote anymore, sadly. No. It was used to be a great handicap. No one gives a rat's about this race anymore. No. I actually thought the main line was a little unlucky last time. You know, have I've, they um, not premierized this race? I'm sure they have, yeah. No, I've what, does, what does premierizing a race oh, mean? Oh, what, no what, what, what happens when it gets premierized? You put the word royal before and charge extra. Yeah. I don't know. You're not allowed to get in in the Tattersall's enclosure. Yeah, you're not, not allowed to go see the Premier. You ran on a Tuesday at something yeah. like Crazy. <laughs> uh, betting for this in post Tortois. I'm going to say that. 72. Sonny Gino and Namian Lion are now at sixes. Nicky's got another one in there with Tom Cannon on board. Uh, King Alexander. Good luck, Charm. Anthony Honeyball at 14s. Uh, bigger than that, you're looking 16, 18 to 1. There's got to be something down the market here that Declan likes. I'm trying to think what it could be. I'm going to have a little think now. I'm going to say that Declan in this one is going with Samuel Spade. Is that right, Deck? Nah, I, I like the main line. 
that was a tap in Chris he loves yeah, man, yeah. Yeah. Um, unlucky last time to me and Lyon wasn't it yeah un- un- unlucky like he- he's two lands to find with um, Sonny Gino but Sonny Gino's up six pound he's been the main line's been left on the same mark he's stepping up and trip five four longs he was probably outpaced at the end of the race in, in the Great Wood um, like Sonny Gino went up to six lands the race after uh the great wood when he won our entry the favorite in there has got three pound for being beaten uh now he was only he was his next second to lucia but only a length clear of the tour so i do think the three pound is, is harsh but sure that lad over there loves to whack them up like you know nobody will talk about you if you don't whack them up the fucking handicap um no i i think the main line is very very interesting here stepping up a trip five four longs um on the same mark as as when he was uh what was he fifth he ended up in in the great wood but he wasn't beaten he wasn't beaten very far i i think he's gone some proof for this thanks very much declan um we'll come to don next with this one sonny gino has been stuck up six pounds for that one and soft ground last time and this is a better race and it's probably going to be on better ground so i'd be looking away from him the deck touched on him post trois it might have beaten lucia at ascot if it wasn't for the mistake in the final stages but look i've been paying attention to a horse in here for the last wee while and it's the same horse as the main line i think he's versatile ground wise i think two mile five is positive and he's got a nine pound swing from sunny gino on his last run takes a lot of boxes i mean if you're looking at a bigger price i wouldn't i wouldn't balk it irish hill or quinto de mar but if the mean lion i know that let me carry pulled pulled him out a couple of races in good ground in december but if the mean line turns up on saturday i'll be having a, a decent bet now not me and lion not me and Lion. <laughs> Will be if Andy covers it over. No, I I, I do like new me and Lion. He made my short list. Um, Everybody boo Andrew. Yeah, last time I did this, I got mugged off, so he should be a good <laughs> um, No, I think he has a chance, for sure. Um, I think the trip is worth exploring, and it is interesting. I, I think he got a stairs hurdle entry um, during the week as well, so um, they do obviously think an awful lot of him. Uh, yeah, Sonny Gino, I thought he went through that race at Ascot like a well-handicapped horse. Um, won quite easily by six lengths. Um, ground is obviously, as you said, going to be a little bit better for him, but I, I'd imagine he should be fine with it. Uh, there's two horses at big, big prices I will just mention. I'll probably have a little bit on both of them. Um, a horse that you can probably just make excuses for every single time he runs, Teddy Blue. Um, he just kind of got snapped up a little bit. Um, like He was just keen like any Gary Moore horse ever uh, at Ascot. What did I listen to? Yeah, uh, song two. They, they have hey, you're not going to believe it. Yeah, and they, they stuck pieces, stuck pieces on him. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> it's an interesting one. Um, I think I'm going to back two horses that I expect to be ridden extremely cold. I expect them to be second last and last with about a mile to go, and um, with a view to coming home. Teddy Blue's going to be one of them. First time pieces, like they just need to like hold him up like three lengths off the second second last horse, just settle him, and he'll come home for you the ability is there he just needs to be well ridden i suppose 
And then the other one, which I think is he's a big, big price now, but Amy Murphy has done well uh, in races like this in, in recent times on the flat and over jumps. Uh, Caleb, who's down the bottom, he's about 40 to 1 or something. Um, he showed nice form around Plumpton and Sandown the last twice, but they've kept running them over two miles and he just keeps getting outpaced at pivotal stages and, and just keeping on. And they ran him at Cheltenham the last day where he finished seventh. But if you watch him, like in the early stages of the race, like he was very, very badly hampered to the point where he would have had to kind of start his race again. He, he might have like lost his breath or, or missed a missed an opportunity when horses wouldn't have been doing a, doing much. Um, he would have had to kind of get back into the race. He came home really, really well, and he was only seventh, but he was staying on up the hill all the way over that two miles. He was only beaten five lengths in a, in that race at Cheltenham, and he was dropped a pound. Now they're finally going up to two miles five or two miles four and change or whatever the Lanzarote is off a stamp on his back 10 stone eight the last time he tried this race not or tried this trip nothing went right from a Plumpton uh, in late April again he had a torrid trip around and was nearly on the chase course trying to make his uh um or he's on the very very outside I'm just assuming that the Plumpton Plumpton fences are probably on the inside so he's probably nearly in the enclosure uh trying to make his challenger in the home turn he weakened quite quickly but he's generally quite a consistent horse um who i think has potential to improve as a six-year-old at this new trip now the negatives are he's running in the lanzarote he's up in class big time but you're getting compensated with the price and he's just the type of horse i think could maybe come home and kick off a few horses in the home straight he ran way better than the finishing position suggested Cheltenham at a 40 to one i have to have him on my team so caleb each way have a little bit on yeah I, I like that run last time, Andrew. Did drop back. It was around about the third or fourth flight, wasn't it? Remember mm. that. Yeah. Thanks very much, lads. Uh, the, uh, Andy, you had two there each way. You were going with uh, Teddy Blue and Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. Both yeah, yeah. 40s and 50s. That's big prices there. And <laughs> Deck and Don, the Ds are going for. Nap me and Lion. Nap me and Lion. Thanks very much, boys. There's uh, 100 to 1 for the stairs currently. <laughs> have, it, have it all on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he won the stairs. Funny, it'd be, it's a type of Declan anti-post bet. It'd be a fucking Captain Guinness esque or something, or or that what that uh, who was that thing that was second in the Albert Barter that you nearly deserted at one hundred and fifty to one. the Nalmeade horse, yeah, um, Fury. Affordale Fury, yeah. yeah. Oh, you'd have been, you'd have probably jumped off the. Oh, see, yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah, probably, yeah, he was. Yeah. Ended anyway. yourself in the Arkell Bar if he won. Anyway. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Uh, coming over to the best bets now, and Ooh. it's a weekend quack. Uh, oh, hang on. What am I looking at? Oh, sorry. I just lost you all there. Don't know what happened there. Have you noticed that I've had the porn music in the background? It's not as good as our music. Yeah, it's no, not it's porn not. music. It's just music. Like, it's, just music. This is, it's actually called Lounge. It, if you so. want to hear porn music, there's only one podcast you've got to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> porn on the tap. <laughs> Get it on tap. <laughs> Boys, any other bets this weekend? Don, you? A couple I'm interested in. Um, um, I've got one at Sunday at Kelk, so I'm very, very keen on. And it's mm. sort of loosely tied in the Far and Glory uh, forum. Oh. I'm really how loose are you talking here. How loose? He came third yeah. in the race. Far and Glory fell. 
They oh, were in the same field when they were two. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've got mutual friends that they met once. Uh, <laughs> no, he's, he's entered in two races, uh, Carrick Park on Sunday. He's entered in a 220 and a 250. It doesn't matter where he goes, he just wins. I hope it's a 250. He's got a decent scrap with the Lucinda horse, um, Keith Ness. Mm. But he still wins. He was third in the Tollworth on Boxing Day. The, the Far and Glory race that we were talking about. And he was ahead of horses like Camsinas, Florida Dreams, horses that are above the standard of anything he's going to see in the parade ring at Kelso on Sunday. So I'm crossing my fingers and toes that he's not a short, short price. Because if he's not, I'm going to be having a tidy wager on that bad boy on Sunday. Hashtag gamble responsibly. Oh, that's a yes, cactus, is it? Cat, say it again, Don. Cactus, is it? Cannock Park. Cannock okay. Park. Cannock Park. That will be running at Kelso on Sunday for Don. Big carrying a lot of um, Don's weight, I think. Yeah, money, yeah, wallet weight. Interestingly enough, Dick, our, uh, our old friend Chianti Classical is out at Kempton on Saturday. And I'll start the race with that. Fucking head case. What sort of a race is that in? Decent race. I think he's got a good shout, but it's it's four to one in a field with but seven. So uh, you're each way is, is fucked. But I think he's a decent price in a race that's probably got two or three that's got a sniff. So I'll be keeping an eye on it. That last race with three horses and he needed every single yard of the race. Uh, this is set up a little bit better. So I'll be watching that with bated breath as well. Cheers, Dom. Uh, thanks very much. Two. I'm going to go two from me this weekend, both at Wolverhampton in the coming days. Tomorrow, um, there's one that Luke's absolutely thrown into me, and it's George Bowie's better in the 6.30. It's around two to one at the moment um, in the 6.30. Just absolutely looked like an animal that was easily an 80-rated horse last time. Um, George Bowie is renowned for doing, you know, doing this with his three-year-olds. They come back and he, he won a really, really moderate event like he wanted to. Billy's on board, drawn well, should go well again. And in the 8.30 on Saturday, this is the one that I really, really do like. It is, listen, you, this is basement grade stuff. This is a 0 to 52. And this horse is rated 47. Like he's get, he's, The horse has got him right at the bottom of the weights here under Haley Turner. The horse is called Optic, who has been... Placed numerous times for David Simcock. This is the time of year where David Simcock seems to come alive, especially around Wolverhampton and Chelmsford. Chelmsford in particular, but I think he's found a really winnable race here. There's a few in here who were going in there, like Destinado beat come, came to pass last time. I think they're two, them two are going to look a little bit vulnerable for me. Uh, Optic here ran very eye-catchingly, and I say that, very loose turns because in these races any of them can turn up and win but very eye-catching last time at Kempton he was staying on very very late under Haley um, the extra step up in distance here should help and I think this horse has a very good chance has only tried this distance once and ran Wolverhampton and met a little bit of um, traffic problems that day he needs to you need to forgive a lot of his runs um, he's just been unlucky really staying on very late and Either that date's not been long enough, he's been met in, met in, met trouble in running, 
But on Saturday, I'm hopeful that Haley can get this horse home in front. I don't know what price we're going to get at the minute. I would, I would hazard a guess he might be four, five to one with the other ones that have won and run well in the last few weeks. So hopefully Optic can go in there for us on Saturday as well. Um, is there anything from Andrew this weekend? Uh, probably just what I mentioned here, Chris, the change in man, fuck's sake, 132. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll probably still back him. Um, I'll back you on the two in the Lanzarote if they're big prices, obviously, as well. Um, what else did I tip up? Uh, Firefox. Um, who else is there? To, obviously, we'll give another mention to Verdant Place in the, in the second race at Nice tomorrow. Um, we had him earmarked for quite a while, obviously. Um, and I'll give a little shout out to Neve. Uh, Neve, if you're listening. Uh, Zulu Chief, we, we I, I did say that if, if he went over to Maidan in um, in the winter time, I thought the track would really suit him. Lovely front runner, really honest, nice sprinter. Really, actually. Um, I think I'm you insisted this, Andy. I think you instigated the uh, Maidan. Yeah, may, maybe so. Maybe Neve yeah. passed the word on. Um, he's running in the 350 at Maidan tomorrow, six furlong sprint. Uh, it's actually quite a warm race, 16 to 1, though. Uh, available about his chances and he'll give you a very good run for your money and that's six furlong sprint um i i love that horse and i think he's gonna um i think good ground is absolutely paramount to him but i think that a little bit of sun on his back i think you're gonna see a really nice horse in maidan so he's a nice each way play um i will back him um going to punches town on sunday obviously can't wait to see lands tower on in the second race and um, i'm not sure if he's gonna be off or not uh we'll know if We'll know if he's going to be a, have grade one aspirations in the spring or handicap aspirations in the spring after Sunday. Um, I hope that they do give him an opportunity because I think he could be seriously a top draw three miler. I really do. Um, this was two miles three and change. Um, Blood Destiny's in there as well, and so is Imagine. So like it's a it's going to be a warm race. Uh, the race was won last year by Impervious. Uh, it's been won in the past by the likes of MYLN, carefully selected. Um, invitation only a few others like that so it is usually a very very good pointer to the future um so do just keep an eye on that and is there anything else uh keep an eye as well if he's declared on percival lagoon sunday i think he's in the last race the amateur riders uh chase qualified riders chase whatever um just could be if if he's getting amateur ridden in a race like this they might be thinking of something like the kim Muir for Cheltenham. I actually only thought of that just there. That's why I didn't mention that on top. Um, so I'm not sure if he's actually going to be off or not, but it's just it's just hacked into my mind that if they're running them there, are they thinking of maybe putting them in an amateur race at Cheltenham, which I don't think is going to be the National Hunt Chase, but maybe it's going to be the Kim Yor. We'll see. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, Oren, uh, just seen your comment there on YouTube. Which one was it for Maidan? It was Zulu Chief, wasn't it, Andrew? Oh, my God. Did I not mention the horse? Jesus Christ. I, I think I just said I really like this horse and actually I mentioned it. Zulu Chief. Yeah, Zulu. I? Okay, okay. Fair Zulu. enough. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Zulu Chief. Yeah, absolutely. Zulu Sorry. Chief. Round 10 to 1 tomorrow at Maidan. Declan, anything from you? Ah, uh, look, I, I like Broadway Boy and um, the skeleton horse, Gallia, the little... Lito. Yeah, I think she's calling... Um, at Fairy House on Saturday, like we, we weren't very, very keen on anything. I think it's a difficult punting card. Yeah, it's tough. Um, even the handicap hurdle, there's only 10 runners in it. We did like a horse called Palace yeah. Prince or Prince Palace, but it was we like we, we weren't overly keen. Uh, nice tomorrow. Look, 
it's a shame about last Sunday, like the prices we got. Verdan plays open at fourteen. He, he was fours when the card was cancelled. He's opened at fives. I do still like him, but I wonder. See, the the thing about Verdan plays is his wins have come off a further, but his marks was, a joke. His marks a joke. So <laughs> it's kind of like now that they're not getting the price, do they wait until he goes up and tripping? Look, I don't know. I, I, I back them, and I'll back them again tomorrow on track. But the fun's kind of taken out of it. But uh, look, it was a great few hours, wasn't it? <laughs> good, exactly. one, good one. It lasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, I loved it. I had a great time. Um, <laughs> and we got our money back. So like, you know, that, that's what it's all about. Everyone won. Uh, I do like October. I, I like the farm, and I think he's gonna really appreciate his step up and trip. Um, in the three twelve tomorrow at Nice. Like again, it, it, there was a horse I backed last week. Bally Callan King opened at thirty trees. Was nines when it was cancelled. He's opened at sixteens tonight. Um, but I think the handicap boards have got a little bit harder for tomorrow than they were last Sunday. Uh, we were quite bullish about them, but look, I'll probably back him again tomorrow. And. Philip Rockwell has entered one in the extra race, Cristiano Moraldo. Um, is that Mare, Andy, or is that? The Mare, yeah. The Mare. She won at Nice the last day, uh, amateur ridden, managed off it. I don't know, it must have been 84 or something, anyway, because she's, she's still in the grade. Yeah. Um, there is a one, there is one that could be a danger at a big, big price. Keep telling, keep telling them nothing. Um, mm. But apparently, I've heard he's a bit of a headbanger, uh, but Cristiano Ronaldo looks like she could go in again there. But she's she's about nine to two. Uh, look, we were much more bullish about Nice last weekend. Last week. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, look, Verdan Place is he, he's really really well handicapped. It's still hard to put people off, and if I owned him, he'd go and win, and he'd improve for whatever increase he gets in the weights. Uh, he'd improve for the step up and trip, but I don't own him, and uh, the people that do own him are, are master gamblers. So, hey, you know, I I don't know what he. Oh, geez, last Sunday he was going to win. He was just going to win. Mm. At that price, he was going to win, wasn't he? You'll find another one this year, boys. Definitely at them prices. Yeah, well, look, it's a bit disappointing. Like he was fourteen. Bally Callan King was thirty trees, and the. Both of them are backed. Um, People are listening to you. No, we, we don't carry that weight. Like, even they don't, people have a gamble early on, but it doesn't keep carrying. We're like, where you, you see with the Robert Turner horse today, she drifted again. Now, she was off, she gave her a good go, she just wasn't good enough. But, mm. like, that wasn't us that done the two of them like we, we were it might right where down place but Bally Callan King no we weren't that confident of Bally Callan King we mentioned a few but um look he, he's he's still very backable tomorrow 16s yeah so it's just the race have probably got a little bit harder just you could be bumping into one and that's the problem like you know yeah you want others to be bumping into you not you bumping into something else you haven't found Thanks for having uh, When can we tune into the tap? Out tomorrow morning? Uh, yeah, we have to have to do a bit of work now. I have to get back to work now and 
Ay. Está uploading, but. Same as me. 7am, you can probably release for um, Berry House on Saturday. Uh, but look, you can still listen to uh, Top 20, which was nice before racing starts tomorrow. So, mm. you know, if anyone's anyone's tuning in here that hasn't listened, give it a go. And we managed an hour and a half with it talking about the soap opera that is Nikki in Constitution Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it, it's but it's boring now. Like it's it's it like, is. it's going on as long as fucking Coronation Street's going on. Like, <laughs> years or something, like. Let's leave it to that. Yeah, let the horse fucking run. Right, boys. Thank we'll bring bring it to the end of a podcast there. Listen. Um, what's the lads? What's the lads tap? I mean, nap of the tap. Just go over to the tap, Paul. Um, take a pull podcast and give it a listen. You'll see it, but um, you'll see Declan and Andy on there. They are proper, I mean, they are the faces of this of low grade every day, <laughs> every week. Irish racing. Well, and it's refreshing because we do cover grade ones too. Oh, yeah. We do cover the grade ones as well. We're like, yeah, yeah this is a grade one. I don't know. The favourite. Fuck it. Right. On to the next yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people who do that. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, great. Thanks very much, boys. It's, it's great to see everybody back again. Nobody's doing dry January, which is even better. Um, we will see you all um, uh, very, very soon. Um, we'll be back next, next Thursday. Um, yeah. And in the meantime, Check us all out on Twitter. Get over to our website where a lot of our online team have been putting up a few um, well-written, I would I would add, uh, content. Um, you'll find that over at usopodcast.com. Um, and we will we'll see you all again next week. That's all I can say now. Uh, I'm well tuned in. Got to go to work tomorrow. We'll see you all again next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks to everybody in the chat too. Belt in. Cheers. Cheers.